Hey, welcome to the American Teen Podcast. This is your host, Wyatt Searle. I'm so glad that you chose to listen to this podcast today. And let's roll that intro music. Hello, I'm currently eating Skippy peanut butter bites. Is this not what you were expecting to listen to? Oh, well, in that case, let me just play your daily audio recording, I guess. Hey, welcome back to another fabulous podcast and daily journal from yours truly. So today that I'm going to be talking about is July 19th, 2019, and I'm going to challenge myself today because the reason why I started this podcast, if you want to know, which you probably don't care, but I'll tell you anyways, the reason why I started this is to get better at speaking because I've noticed that everyone who does like YouTube videos or just public speaking on the day-to-day, they're, they're actually really polished speakers. They know how to speak really well. So if I were to just do this for on the day-to-day for the next like year or so, I think that I'll get better at speaking. And you're probably asking yourself, who the hell cares? Who the hell cares if you're better at speaking? Well, I'll tell you for a number of reasons. First is that if you're better at speaking, then you're better able to um, say your thoughts in a more articulate way, which can help in negotiations, arguments, or proposals for businesses. It could help you in your business life, in your personal life, with your relations with your family. It'll make you a better conversationalist. And yeah, those are pretty much all the reasons why I'm trying to do this and just doing this on the day-to-day will will definitely help, especially if you're a solo speaker, just like me, because it's almost like giving a speech every single day that you have to think on your feet, you have to learn how to say things in a way that makes sense and are interesting. So yeah, we're just going to challenge myself today by doing 80% narrative of July 19th, 2019. And that looks like I, yeah, so the previous journals that I've done were pretty much like 50-50 maybe, maybe even 30-70, 30% narrative, 70% talking about random points and just ideas from the day-to-day. So now I'm going to try to do 80% narrative and 20% points. So that's going to be a little bit more tricky, but I think it'll be good. I think it will be a little bit more interesting than the previous podcasts because it'll be more narrative you guys want you guys want to have stories you guys want to listen to stories i'll deliver i'll deliver every time just for you okay so i woke up yesterday at about 8 eight fifty, and this is much later than i want i want to try to train myself to wake up at seven thirty, so i can do a little bit more work before i go to school next next month and this is actually 
quite a bit earlier than I used to wake up. I used to wake up at like 11.30 every single day um, within the six-month period that I took a semester off of school. And this was because I had like no friends and I was just trying to trying to put my life together and find meaning and waking up at 6.30 or 11.30 every single day was an adequate way to do that. So I got out of bed and I looked back at the bed and on the bed sheets, I saw something that was really interesting, but didn't really surprise me because my room's like 80 degrees and it turns out that if you're sleeping in a room that's 80 degrees the entire night and you're prone to sweating, you'll leave behind a silhouette of your body in sweat on your bed. So I thought that that was pretty disgusting. And there's this there's this two and a half gallon jug that I of distilled water that I brought into my room the the night before because that night was utterly insane. And I woke up with this headache, so I decided to get my Neutrogena uh, mixing cup, which is just this hard plastic cup full of water. I, I dumped that out at the sink, and I brought it back into my room. So I poured poured the contents of the distilled water into this Neutrogena cup, right? And what I found out was that the the bottle, the, the two and a half gallon jug, also was mildly disgusting because the water was warm the water was like 80 degrees hot and I was just drinking this like warm water it was so gross I was actually kind of scared that I would be that I would burn my tongue because it's that hot and that just gives you an a reasonable estimate on how hot it gets in my room and yeah like I said there's no air conditioning in here and the fans do absolutely nothing so I have to wait until it like rains in summer to have a, a nice decent rest where it's slightly cold because then I might be able to sleep in a room that's like 72 degrees, which is the average for the American house household. Or maybe it's 71. I don't know. It's about there. So after drinking this disgusting two and a half gallon of, well, not, well having a sip of the two and a half gallon jug of warm water, I thought to myself that this thing's probably this thing probably probably has BPA leaching all out of it because that's what happens when when water in thin plastic bottles gets warm, it starts leaching um, this toxic plastic chemical called BPA, which is known to give cancer or, or cause cancer. So I thought to myself that I should just go to Smith's today and get myself a new two and a half gallon of water plus this two and a half gallon of water was like 10 days old because I bought it before I left to my parents house and it was it's super disgusting and I didn't want to get have a chance to drink BPA on the day-to-day so I thought it was a pretty good idea to just try to get a new one so I after after drinking that I headed straight to my my blue lights that were in my box and I got this blue light which is a it's kind of like a it's what they use for plants when you're trying to grow an indoor garden they use blue strong blue LED lights to kind of give their plants more energy I think the blue gives it more color and it helps it grow faster 
and the red light does has like a different effect like a red led strong red led for plants makes them grow faster and grow thicker so and if you combine the two then it's just it's really effective and something weird that i've noticed after studying these lights is that if you put red and blue together you don't get like this dark purple color you get like this this bright like white like magenta kind of color and that's because uh, colors from lights are subtractive and not additive so if you're doing red and blue with crayon it would be this dark purple color but since you're doing it with light it has a subtractive effect and the more colors you put into a light together makes it more white so yeah that's just interesting so I started using this this blue LED on my face like I always do every single morning because the blue LED is supposed to boost your mitochondria and help it heal quicker, which is what I do every single morning. I gave that about 15 minutes, and then I switched to my near-infrared light. The near-infrared light is also really good. It penetrates deep into your skin, and it's, it does the same thing as red LED does. People use the infrared light in like saunas because it gets incredibly hot. So I just have these three infrared sauna bulbs and it it's supposed to heat up the room, like this small little room that you would use for a sauna to like 150 degrees, which isn't actually surprising after using this for a few weeks. So that concludes my skincare routine. Wait, no, actually, I after using the lights, I put, I put some ice cubes on my face because a lot of the damage for my skin is inflammation which is called hyperpigmentation post inflammatory hyperpigmentation which is just the little red spots that are left after you have pretty bad acne and they've been there for like a few months and the only way to stop it like completely is to one stop getting acne and two find a way to heal your skin much quicker so it's able to refresh, and then even after you do all of those, it'll stay, still take you a few months to completely heal from the post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. And so from what I know from my football days is that ice is a really good anti-inflammatory. So I just, I just rub a few ice cubes on my face after doing the light therapy, which seems to be working really well. And... I think it just cools down the inflammation or kind of heals it quicker. And then right after that, I use my tretinoin 0.05%, which is used to treat wrinkles and hyper and post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So it's kind of meant for that. It speeds up your cell's doubling rate, so it's able to heal much quicker over a month's span. And I've noticed that within the last, like, three three or two weeks that I've been doing this constantly day and night sometimes just night but it seems to having seems to be having a pretty pretty incredible effect because in the past few months my skin was really awful and nothing really seemed to be working and my my skin was plateauing 
at getting better. And then I did a lot of research on what what's used to treat hyperpigmentation or inflammation. And it turns out these lights plus the cool, the cold and the tretinoin have incredible effects on healing your skin. So within the last two or three weeks, it's looked, it's been looking like 80% better. And I have photos to prove it. It's honestly incredible. So if you're looking for a skincare routine, try that one. And also try to try to change your diet. I would say try to get, um, depending on your on your BMI and your height, I would suggest um, drinking maybe more than a gallon of ha- a half a gallon of water a day. I do distilled water because it's non-polarized. So when, when you drink it, all the harmful chemicals want to bond with the non-polarized water, which kind of helps flush out your system of toxins, which is why I drink a lot of distilled water a day, which is which seems to be helping a ton on my skin. So that's a bonus. And before I went to Smith's, I... I made myself a breakfast. I made six eggs and three slices of bacon. And while I was flipping over the bacon, it kind of squirted some hot juices at me. And it slightly burnt my arm. And I can still see it. There's this little dot on my arm from it squirting its oily juices at me. And if you've ever gotten stung by oil, that's kind of how it felt. And the eggs were all right, I guess. I, I really don't like eggs, but if you if you cook them with bacon, then you can kind of use bacon. The bacon kind of overpowers the taste of the eggs, so it makes the eggs taste much better. And I think I'll give it a maybe like a week or so of maintenance before I go back on a bulk. My waist is about a twenty nine, from what I've measure measured. And that that just means that I've hit my target and I should be going back on a bulk any day now. And I kind of want to wait until school starts up. Otherwise, I'm going to have to pay $10 a day to get into my school gym because you can't work out at your at my school's gym until you're taking 12 credit hours, which means fall semester, which also means... Uh, August 19th, which is in one month from now. So I ate my delicious breakfast. I seasoned it with some salt and then I gobbled it all up. And then after that, I washed the pan and then I decided to embark on an adventure to Smith's. Smith's is a grocery store, if you didn't know. And I was still worried because my car is still having troubles, but... I was fairly confident that I wouldn't act up. And my phone, I, I walked out of my apartment, walked down the stairs. We live on the third story. And I, I went to my car, and my phone had like 2% left. So I was worried that I wouldn't be able to find where the Smith's was because I don't know where it's at from memory. So I quickly looked up where Smith's is. And my phone was having like serious issues opening up apps which is a sign that it's about to die. So I opened up the the Google Maps app and I typed in Smith's and I found that it was on like 800 
East or something, 900 South. And I went to that Smith's. And I walked in, and <laughs> it's amazing. The Smith's has, like, a Starbucks. Like, right as you walk in, there's this, like, small little Starbucks booth. And I was like, damn, what I would give to have, like, a Starbucks right now. I love Starbucks. But I haven't had any for, like, so long because I'm trying to be super healthy. So I, I tried scavenging for this distilled two-and-a-half-gallon of water that I buy. And I had an idea. I wanted to try and buy some some heavy cream for the chicken tiki masala dish that I really like. And then I thought, nah, I, I can't because then I would have to buy chicken because I'm out of chicken. And then I would also have to buy yogurt because I'm out of yogurt. And that will just be like $30 that I don't want to spend right now because I'm broke. And I just ended up just not buying it. So I just ended up buying the water and a thing of kale because I forgot to bring my kale from the house when I left. So I brought a, bought a box of kale, baby little kales, and then I went to the checkout. I, I checked out my entire order, and it was like 14 bucks. I wanted to die inside because that's pretty expensive. But you know what? If you want to be healthy, you, you really can't care about how much you spend on food month to month. I would say that for one person, you could easily do it under $120, especially if you're cutting or bulking. And the average within a year will probably end up being $150 a month if you know how to do it right. I would say try to stay away from breads when you're lean bulking. And potatoes are really nice, really nice and easy access to carbs. And they kind of boost the insulin response and fill your muscles with glycogen. So they're able to heal properly. And yeah, there's bulking tips 101. So after I paid my $14, I went back to my apartment. And I pretty much just screwed off the entire day, honestly. I did a quick workout. I did um, six pull-ups on my, my hanging door pull-up bar. I did six sets, six reps of four sets, which is 24 total pull-ups. And then I did 20 push-ups at four or five sets. And then I did some shoulder exercises, shoulder flies, and a tricep extension workout. That was pretty much it. Um, I don't feel sore, which means I probably didn't um, destroy my muscles as much as I should have. But, I mean, like, you can't really do a lot when you don't have adequate workout gear. And it's hard going to a gym because a gym's fairly expensive. So I'll be, I'll be, I want to check out the Life Center gym. They have day passes for like $10. So I might check that out today. If I go, I'll probably also check out the rock wall. And, yeah, just see how that goes. I haven't been to a gym in quite a while because I, I built my own gym at my parents' house. And it was pretty much all you really need. Just basic compound exercises like a bench press or a squat rack. And, yeah, I just did that day to day. And it seems to be working pretty well. But now... I'm at the end of my cut cycle, 
and I should really begin my bulk again, which means I need to buy a hell of a lot of potatoes. I need to buy some refined no, what do you what do you what do they call it? Some beans. Some some of those delicious brown beans that you eat in burritos. And that'll be my carb intake. I'll try mixing that with my my breakfast. I'll have hash browns with eggs, bacon, mix it with a little bit of beans, and then my mid meal will probably be something with pork chops and beans and potatoes. And then my third meal will probably end up being like tuna with potatoes and beans. Or I'll try to mix it up. The thing that I have to look out for is just trying to be in a caloric surplus and definitely hitting my protein, my one gram of protein per pound of body fat per day. And yeah. And yep, that concludes what I'm going to talk about today. I hope you enjoyed it. And that was the American Teen Podcast. And I love you. I really do. I hope you found some interestingness in this. And have a beautiful day. So I am confusion. Why is this one Kansas? But this one is not Arkansas. America, explain. Explain. What do you mean it? Ar- what?